This is On the Block with Strickenbach. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. 93-7 the ticket veteran and Bill Callahan fan club president, Jake Bakovin. I love Billy. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. This is On the Block with Stricken Bob. Hold up. This is On the Block, and I am one of your hosts, Jake Bakovin, and your other host, Eric Strickland, just uh, launched a ball about 320 yards as he is uh, taking some BP here. It is BP with DP at Haymarket Park, and Strick, of course, one-time draftee of the Florida Marlins out of high school, uh, now taking some swings back uh, at the at the plate, and so it's been fun so far, DP. Norton Noelle all taking swings. Uh, they all did pretty well, uh, you know, for what you can expect. Uh, and then uh, right after that, um, some salt dogs got up, took some BP, and immediately hit home runs. So we have seen some <laughs> home runs, just not from any of our uh, of our contestants today. Um, but uh, it has been kind of fun to see them going. I think Brant and Strick are probably still – Strick's running one out now. He got he thinks he got a hit. He's running out to first uh, and uh, didn't quite get there. I think he's probably out. But mm. <laughs> Sad. Him and Norton have both – uh, ran it out, tried to get to first base. And uh, now another, I believe this is a salt dog. He, he looks young and in shape and hit a home run earlier. So I believe that's what's going on here. Um, but uh, uh, he is up for BP. Now you can see the video on our Sartor Heyman Jewelers video stream uh, on YouTube, Facebook. Uh, like you said, I think Twitch might be up now. Yeah, as Twitch well. is working now. Uh, and Twitter. So, yep. uh, yeah, a lot of things going on here as we're excited um, to see how many more runs these guys will take at it um, as, as deep. For the update too, did we get one or a few of them now out of the infield? There we so, go. He just had to uh, warm up. That's all. Yeah, I just uh, you know, I've noticed Strick looked better in his second uh, take as well. Uh, the man at the plate, I think, just hit another home run. Yet. So two, everybody's everybody's giving you crap now because you said 320 yards, and that would be a yeah, monumental a home 320 run. 320 feet is yeah. what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry again. I'm uh, I'm not I, even though I've been uh, at you know, at a baseball field the last two weeks. I'm still used to just talking in football terms. So I threw out yards. That's he's not, not a base. Not he's not a baseball long. guy, but it's okay. <laughs> That's right. Uh, what is a yard to a foot? Like three three feet to a yard, I believe. Uh, so I don't know. I couldn't I tell you measurements to a degree, but that would be a massive home run, uh, which has not happened yet so far. <laughs> so uh, fair, fair to be. I've been given that crap, uh, but uh, it's it, it's fun. We'll see how much longer these guys will be doing. I do expect Strick to join me eventually. But we'll I mean, see. I I would hope so. <laughs> we'll see. He might have so much fun down there. I, I don't know how long they're going to take this batting practice, but he looks eager to get back out there. Uh, a reminder too: the block party we do it every Friday. I think uh, this one will be special again because we'll be out here at a. Market Park, uh, Tom Stevens and Mike Melby of the Sunday Rewind will join us at 5 o'clock. Uh, we'll do shootout with Strick as well today. I'm happy to be on the block. It's been a few uh, weeks for me uh, as, again, I've been working out in TV at the College World Series. So thanks to Nate Brennan, who is uh, celebrating his birthday yesterday. Um, so still recovering, I should say, probably. Yeah, his, 20, his 24th birthday. birthday because 24th birthday. I guess that's that's something that you're going to celebrate i'm gonna go run out and take a phone call so i'm gonna leave you for uh, for the second 
Don't leave me. All right, Rico's leaving me, uh, which is fair enough. We've left Rico in the studio alone by himself. So, again, thanks and shout out to everybody who's kind of covered for me both on the Ticket Water Cooler and on the block uh, these last couple weeks, allowing me uh, to go out and do something fun. And thanks to DP and everybody at the station for allowing me to do that. But I'm glad to be back here with you. Uh, of course, major news um, for today was just the, the, the fact, obviously, in politics there's a lot going on. But in sports, uh, we do have uh, Bryce McGowan's um, being drafted, which is a big deal for Nebraska, something that we've uh, waited for and, and wondering where it was going to quite be. It ended up being the 40th pick. Of course, that means in the uh, expected to be a, a two-way player from the G League and into the NBA uh, when needed. Uh, for what it's worth is uh, his number. They already did the, the kind of the presentation. It looks like he's going to be sporting number seven in the league for the Charlotte Hornets, so that will be quite exciting. Uh, of course, there's plenty exciting about that. Michael Jordan probably being uh, up there with the guys that wanted to select Bryce McGowan's for, for um, at that pick because they don't have a head coach. <laughs> they still uh, are looking uh, for a head coach. So you kind of wonder how much did the owner play into it? You know, I'm sure the GM had quite a bit of, of discussion into it too, but you have to believe that, uh, you know, rubbing elbows with Michael Jordan out there. Of course, the owner of the Charlotte Hornets uh, will be quite cool for Bryce McGowan's. Of course, a little bit disappointed that he didn't get picked in the first round, uh, not just for him and the guaranteed contract and, the, and you know, just kind of the place that puts you in as far as this, your status in a franchise all that stuff plays into it um i don't know if this if being picked 40th really affects his status in the franchise because he's 19 years old and he's just uh he's got the athleticism to play in the league so it's going to be fun to see how they use him um you know it's it's very early so i not want to get speculative or anything but uh um could be a trading piece down the line if you need to put you know, throw in a prospect into a trade that uh, would be enticing. So, you know, all that stuff kind of plays into it. But for now, he's in Charlotte, and uh, that will be exciting for him. For Nebraska, a little bit disappointing because they have still not had a first-round draft pick since the year of 1998 in Teron Liu, who, of course, has played his career and is now a coach and has already won an NBA title and all that. So we're very excited uh, about what Teron Lou holds and, and what he can get the Clippers doing here coming up. If they've, they've really had injuries play into what they've been able to do these last couple of years, Kawhi Leonard out this entire postseason. So they should have made it under regular rules. They would have made it in the NBA, but since they do these play in games now, uh, they went from the sixth seed, dropped the six, seven game and then, and or excuse me, the seventh seed dropped the seven, uh, eight game and then lost the ultimate play in game. So they went from, um, you know, a seven seed to being out of the playoffs altogether. But um, for what it's worth, they, they're a pretty good organization. Expected to be one of the the teams that's going to be fighting for the championship next year um, because if they're healthy, they've got one of the best duos and they've got a pretty good supporting cast. So we'll see what happens with Tron Lou all there. Uh, all that, a little bit of a tangent to go off of, of Tron Lou Again, uh, the last first-round draft pick for Nebraska – uh, it had been since uh, 1998 that Nebraska's had one. Now that Bryce, again, goes in the second round in the 40th pick there. For Nebraska, it is good news, though, that they've had a pick in three of the last four drafts, uh, which is uh, incredible considering that since 1998 they've only had one pick, and that was uh, 1999 before then. So, uh, And Vincent Hamilton was picked in the second round in 1999. It took all the way until 2019 for Nebraska to get a second-round pick. Now you've had three out of the last four years. And I've always kind of said this about Tim Miles, too, is he kind of elevated the program, um, you know, from a place of not really having anybody flirt with being a draft pick 
to getting summer league guys in, to getting G League guys in. We you know whether it be uh, Tran Petaway, Walter Pitchford had a, had a minute in there. Obviously, Andrew White the third might not count as a Nebraska guy because he went to Syracuse. Still counts. Um, but, uh, you know, as for a guy that Tim Miles brought on campus, um, and Ty Webster had, had spent some time there. So they were able to kind of elevate that. And now I think Hoiberg's elevated it to the point where he's getting guys on campus that are draft picks. And, of course, Roby goes to Miles as well. Um, so Miles did have that first. But it just hasn't translated to wins, and that's the frustrating part. Uh, if you're a Nebraska basketball fan, because you wonder, it doesn't look like you have a second-round draft pick coming up for this next season, barring anything uh, quite surprising and substantially uh, an improvement from from anybody. You're not going to have that type of talent, which you've had with Delano Banton and Bryce McGowan's in each of the last two years. Mm. Uh, also makes you wonder if you would have been able to give have either of those guys stay, right? If, if Delano Banton had stayed, perhaps you don't get Alonzo Verge. But you would have had Bryce and, and Benton on the same team. That would have been uh, quite interesting. Um, I don't know. I, I still think Alonzo Verge is probably a better college player than Delano Benton. Delano Benton, obviously, a better pro player than Alonzo Verge. But when you look at their careers, I don't think there's much arguing. So I don't know if Nebraska missed out too much on that as far as uh, as chemistry and they needed a true point guard and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And there's still an argument about Verge. I know some fans... I uh, thought he was, uh, you know, kind of a ball hog and stuff like that, despite leading the Big Ten in assists. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, it 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 would have just been interesting to see those guys both on campus at once. But of course, that's been a problem. Uh, Miles and Sadler and and now Hoiberg <laughs> is is getting any but you know enough of a chemistry and a group to stay. And so uh, just it's interesting because. Uh, the Nebraska Athletic Department, I'm a season ticket holder, just sent out the email reminding us that renewals are up for, for July, and I think a lot of people are going to have decisions to make about <laughs> how much they want to be a season ticket holder moving forward uh, with um, just not that much energy in the program. They've they've added a few guys and, and out of the transfer portal, and uh, they got a new defensive coach and stuff like that, but uh, I just, I've said it for a long time. They're going to have a lot more trouble getting that program kind of re-energized than the football team did with their fresh coat of paint and, and you know, all the hires and, yeah. and additions they made. Yeah. I, you know, going back to the whole Delano Benton and Alonzo Verge on the, on the same team, I, I wonder if Alonzo would have came here if Delano was still here, but at the same time, you know, if Alonzo did and he could have come off the bench or if he would have, you know, just had Delano move down a spot where you would have had, you know, Alonzo, Delano, Trey, Bryce, and Derek Walker all on the court at the same time. I mean, on paper, you say all those names together as a starting lineup. That sounds fun. That's that sounds like a that sounds like a pretty solid team. I I believe that Delano Benton would have allowed for you know Bryce McGowan's to <laughs> rest on defense, um, whereas you know the the loss of Trey McGowan's wouldn't have hurt as much if you would have kept Delano Banton around. However, as you said, Alonzo Verge led the Big Ten in assists. You don't know if he would have been the starting point guard. You don't know if he would have even been here if he would have had to come off the bench. But I, I as you said, probably Verge is a better collegiate player than Delano Banton. I think one more year might have done him some good, but you can see that you know he, he got drafted in the second round and he was playing some pretty significant minutes for the Toronto Raptors and he's featured in a lot of the things that they post being the hometown kids. So he's he's doing just fine for himself up there. Um, but Hoiberg and this basketball program, as you said, even with a new coat of paint, some new players, some new coaches, it's going to take a bit for 
the fan base to really rally behind them and and you know kind of kind of take the approach that a lot of a lot of Nebraska football uh, fans have been taking where it's oh well you have new players and new coaches that's it it's turned around you're going to have a winning season with the basketball team for some reason doesn't matter how many good players you put together how many new coaches you get people still believe you know they haven't they haven't won a tournament game they're still going to suck although i i it's kind of backwards for me i i think this basketball team this year's going to be pretty good i'm excited for what this basketball team has coming up this season especially with some of the new pieces that they've brought in I'll tell you what, though the Big Ten's hard. I mean, oh, extremely it's going to be difficult to to get going uh, for this for this uh, Nebraska basketball program. They don't, you know, they're kind of without a star. You don't. It's, it's hard to really pick who would be their their leading scorer or anything like that. Um, but I, I think that there is there could be some good in that. Um, you know, in that you don't you don't come in thinking um, you know that Bryce can elevate you tonight or Delano. You know, these are NBA players, so you know we, you know maybe uh, there's too much of a reliance offensively to get them going. It's going to be more of kind of uh, feeling each other out and kind of figuring out your your rank there as they go about things. Uh, as I think uh, BP, by the way, with DP has moved uh, over moved to, to the, bullpen. the bullpen. I think I think he's teaching them how to swing, and they might be throwing some pitches. But I'll be right back. We have another phone call. Okay, another phone call. Uh, so he'll go and grab that. We've got, again, on the Sarda Heyman video stream, you can see DP uh, looking to take some swings in the bullpen. Looks like the Salt Dogs guy have taken, out, uh, taken the field as they have a practice to, to get through today. Their game today, again, has been canceled against Winnipeg. They're having some travel issues. Uh, I shouldn't say canceled. It should say postponed. So tomorrow they'll do a doubleheader, um, both seven-inning games, I believe. So uh, that will be fun. But uh, just a reminder, if you're planning to go to the Salt Dogs game tonight, uh, that it will not be happening but we still have bp with dp out here i think strick i haven't seen strick uh, head to the bullpen i know brant banks and norton noelli and dp all did head to the bullpen where they're uh, going to probably start taking their swings here um but uh, uh we'll see if strick is, is setting up to the booth he's going to be set to join me at any time as well we are here on the block uh, live from haymarket park and just trying to give you a breakdown of kind of what's going on out here as it is a fun event we're going to do these a few times this summer uh more bps with dp to come um so maybe we can get a, a few listeners out here if you win uh you know the, the right contests and stuff that we're going to have coming up you'll be, have a chance to be out here with us so uh we're excited for that any any news from the phone lines there no, the person hung up. <laughs> that person hung up. I don't know who it was. They hung up by the time I got there. Very sad. Do you, so you are you're drinking a little bit of the of the Husker basketball Kool Aid. I yes. just didn't think there was a little bit or too much of that. Oh, there's going some. On. There's some, and I'm there's drinking some. it. You must be the Kool Aid guy for basketball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I I love the pieces. I love the Sam Grease will get. I love Ramel Lloyd Jr. I love Blaze Keita. I, I I just think the new the new additions that they've brought in, and then add on top of it the uh what they what they were able to bring back i know that they lost some key pieces you know bryce mcgowan's trey mcgowan's um lat man and that's not really a key piece but you but you lost some you know veteran veteran leadership there um you had a couple transfers out you know but i like what they brought in and i like um and i like what's what's stayed so far so i think they're gonna be better i don't i can't say for sure but i i will be a proponent of the Husker Nebraska ball Kool-Aid. Yeah, 
That's fair enough. I just I don't think there that usually happens, of course, um, because for football, we, we drink plenty of Kool-Aid because there's nothing else really going on during the summer. And of course, we all know football is number one uh, around here. And, you know, there's just a lot more history to it, as I can look upon Memorial Stadium here from my spot in Haymarket Park. Um, and, and so basketball seems like it's just, you know, it, it's it starts in the middle of football season. Mm-hmm. So kind of gets overlooked here for a little bit until you get into Big Ten play. Um, So I think that uh, as well takes away from a little bit of the Kool-Aid that goes there. I just don't think that there's a whole lot there, uh, especially with the brand new look once again for Fred Hoiberg now going into year four. um, And it seems like every year is a brand new look. So, you know, I've liked the pieces that they've added before and it hasn't turned into anything spectacular so far. And, um, you know, that's kind of the story of Fred Hoiberg's tenure here at Nebraska. Hopefully he can get it turned around um, and, you know, between that or the football program, give us something to cheer about as we've, <laughs> as we've stated before, Nebraska, um, if you're a Nebraska fan, if you're, if you like the big three Husker football, basketball, baseball, uh, the combined winning percentage there did worse than any other power five team uh, this past year. So it can't get worse. It can only get better. Well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you would you would believe well. <laughs> the win percentage can get worse, but it's, you can't get worse as far as the rankings. Go. It better not get worse. <laughs> yes, uh, better not, or we will have uh, plenty to talk about about new coaches. Yeah, in no, here. yeah, that that is one hundred percent true. I do not want to cover a coaching search in both basketball and football at the no. same time. That would That's- be. A nightmare. That's a lot for Trev Alberts to do, too, as well, in just a, a short, you know, a few months, months span. Um, so hopefully we don't see that. Uh, we got plenty more to talk about again here in about uh, half an hour. We'll have the block party. We'll have Tom Stevens and Mike Melby of Sunday Rewind join us. We've got Shootout with Strick if Strick makes, wakes his way up to the booth. Otherwise, we'll find out. Maybe later. I see Strick now walking down on there on the field. I think he wants uh, another chance uh, to take some swings. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he was happy. Just but yell he did at him. hit one 330. Yards? Feet. Feet. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, 330 yards is way too long. That's three. That's uh, what? Three, three, three football, fields. football fields. Yeah. Basically. yeah. So he didn't do that. 330 feet about is what he had. But we'll take a quick break here on the block. We'll be back with more sports coverage from Haymarket Park on 93.7 The Ticket.